0: Hello, and welcome to the American Dry Cleaner Podcast. I'm your host, Tim Burke, editor of American Dry Cleaner. Joining us today to talk about, to buy or to lease, compare the differences, is Joe Habeca, owner of the Belding Group, which consists of Belding Cleaners and two other previously competing dry cleaners that Joe acquired in the last few years. He says the company was first founded in Detroit in 1918 and is now relocated in Gross Point, Michigan and has been in business for more than 100 years. Joe currently owns two of the three buildings they operate in and leases space in the third. Joe says that, quote, it's interesting to be on both sides of the equation between running and owning. Each has their pros and cons. We're very happy to have Joe join us today and talk about all those pros and cons. Hello, Joe, and welcome to the American Dry Cleaner Podcast.
1: Hi, Tim. Thanks for having me here.
0: Great, great to have you. And uh, let's get right to it. To get us started, Joe, just tell our podcast listeners uh, what it's like to be owning one part of your operation and leasing another part.
1: Uh, you know, it's it's interesting, Tim. It definitely gives you a, uh, a perspective on things, um, kind of gives you a little bit of variety in life. But uh, for the most part, it's definitely educational. And I think... Um, it's kind of uh, set me up for more growth in the future because uh, now I have experience on being on both sides of that equation.
0: Does the owner in you ever regret not owning all parts of your business and vice versa? Uh,
1: No, I I wouldn't say that I have any regrets. Um, Of course, I would prefer to own all the properties, um, but things presented themselves when I went to expand and grow or someone wanted to retire and they happened to be leasing that property. So I really didn't have a choice. It was either, do you want it or not type of thing. So, you know, I had to pretty much do something that, you know, I would prefer owning, but I ended up leasing because that was the situation that presented itself to me.
0: Let's dive deeper, Joe. Tell us some of the biggest challenges in being an owner and also, uh, tell us some of those challenges in having a lease, especially is it hard to manage the lease? It's
1: not hard managing the lease it's it's really painless, um, but it is similar to owning your building as well because you are responsible for everything inside. you know it's not like someone's going to come over and change your light bulbs for you just because you're leasing it. You're still usually responsible for all the fixtures inside, and a lot of times that even includes you're heating and cooling. So you've, you've got, you know, you've definitely got responsibilities. It's not absolutely painless. Um, and in owning a building and owning your property, you have, you know, exterior requirements to maintain. So if you got a roof, if you've got, uh, you know, doors on the outside of the building, parking lot, things like that, trees, shrubbery, grass, you know, that's your responsibility as well. Uh, even though they're very similar, neither one is easy.
0: Joe, do owners who lease their business space have fewer, what should we call it, worries?
1: I wouldn't say that they have more worries or less worries. I would say they have less obstacles getting into the business because leasing is far simpler than buying a building and opening a cleaners. When you go into lease, you're just really finding that location, making a deal with a landlord and signing a lease and then it's yours. You get going on it uh, i would say that's maybe considered less of a worry is getting into the business because it's far easier than buying a building and doing environmental and things of that nature checking structure getting inspections all that stuff it's a little bit easier getting in but not less worry No.
0: let's spin off just a little bit uh on that what you just brought up about environmental so if you're a leasee you're not an owner; you're leasing. Do you is that fall on the ownership of the building then, and not not you as a leasee
1: You should still do environmental um, if there's history of there being a cleaners there before, because you know, moving forward now, I don't believe that perk is ever allowed on almost any leased property. it's just it's completely phasing out, from what I understand. So, you know, anything that's a brand new place that has never been a cleaners, I don't think you would need to do uh, environmental on. But if there was previously a cleaners leasing, uh, I would still do environmental, even though it's a leased property and you're not buying it. Which, which I did do when I purchased, um, I purchased a competitor and it was a leased property, but it had been a dry cleaners for over 25 years. So I, again, had to do my environmental to protect myself. So back to your question about, is it easier or is it less worry involved? It's almost comparable, even when leasing.
0: What has changed over the years to make owning a business more advantageous or maybe less advantageous?
1: Yeah, it's an interesting question with everything that's been going on right now. Um, I think, you know, consumers are always changing. Uh, I think their habits are changing. Their needs are changing. And uh, it's extremely important to watch what's going on. Don't assume that you're in first place and that you're always going to be in first place because there's always someone behind you. I like to be in first place. And then I also like to reserve second and third place just to leave a little room between <laughs> anybody that's near me. Um, but always watch the, the competitors and always watch what's going on with the consumer. You know, pickup and delivery right now is just huge. And then you throw this covid into that. Um, it's just, it's just explosive right now. You know, it's definitely something that everybody wants. People are getting groceries delivered, they're getting their food, they're getting their coffee delivered, you know, and obviously dry cleaning has always been, you know, something that's been delivered in the past and now more so than ever. Um, so, you know, I don't know if there's anything more or less advantageous to owning, you know, to owning a business. Um, what's been changing over the years is something that's always going to change over the years. And that's consumer habit. Definitely. Um, Employees are something that make things challenging. Keeping good employees and retaining them is almost your first or second priority in business, because without them representing us, you're never going to get any farther than you, you know, your starting point. Uh, Unless you can split yourself into four or five or 10 or 20 different pieces we are completely reliant on the employees so that is that is a great challenge definitely
0: I know you check in and connect with other business owners and partners often and does being both an owner and a les- lessee give you special perspective and what is that like having both sides
1: uh it, it I don't know if it gives me a uh, a special perspective but um I do find it really important to connect with other owners in the industry. Uh, I do have some really good relationships with uh, people that own cleaners in other cities and other areas, and it's, it's really, really important to do that and to build those relationships. You could have um, issues with machinery. You could have issues with overflow or being backed up, things like that, and you may need to you know, reach out to someone. That always is a, it's always a benefit in my eyes. I don't look at everybody that owns a dry cleaners as a competitor. I look at a lot of them as a friend. I mean there's not too many people that know about this industry and if you're not bouncing ideas suggestions and thoughts from one another you're really not growing.
0: You mentioned the COVID and and we know these are tough times right now in many ways but if a dry cleaning owner was thinking of expanding in the future would you advise that dry cleaner to buy or to lease? And maybe just you could hit on a couple other comparisons.
1: Well, I wouldn't advise one or the other. I really believe it is a per case situation. If there there could be a great deal in a great area and you can't afford the real estate there, you go in and lease. You could have a credit challenge and you can't afford to buy real estate. You should go in and lease. But there was, uh, there was an area, Tim, I can tell you, I was going into downtown Detroit, and I was really, really excited about opening a pickup store in a certain spot. And it came down to the details. And it turned out they wanted, after so many years, they wanted a percentage of my sales. And I found that to be really, really a huge turnoff. And I completely lost interest. So I'm not going to buy property downtown. I wanted to put a store down there and uh, right after that, you know, it totally changed my mind on that. I, I completely lost interest. I, you know, um, I can say that in comparing the two, you definitely need a, a good attorney, you know, someone that you can show everything to look at your exit plan, look at the backup plan. If things go bad and you own the property, you know, one of the benefits is you could lease it out. You could make something else out of it. You own the real estate. You could tap into the, uh, the equity in it helps with growth. You can't do that with a lease, you know, and then with a lease though, you can also be just as committed. If you're signing a personal guarantee, you have to make sure that if things go south with that and it doesn't work out so well, can you sublease it? You know, and if you can, is it even going to be an option for you? So there's still commitment involved, definitely. But that's something that a lawyer should definitely look at because they know the, the ins and outs of, certain negotiations and they know how to protect their client best. And that's, we're not lawyers, we're dry cleaners. So you definitely want their advice definitely before you sign on anything.
0: If you were to do it all over again, Joe, would you solely be an owner of your business spaces?
1: Yeah, if I could, yeah, I would like to be. Um, but it didn't, you know, it didn't happen that way. Like I said, I had a great opportunity, just less than a mile away. My competitor wanted to retire. He happened to be leasing that space and it was either myself or someone else is going to buy that meters so did i really want to lease no but was it a good opportunity for me to um, kind of monopolize an area yeah absolutely so that's why i did it wouldn't be my first choice but um you know it worked out in my favor
0: of course this is another little side as you're talking but are these usually uh typically one-year leases or is this multiple year, or are there options? And uh, what about the when the owner wants to increase the, uh, the rent, Anya, is there room right in the contract for negotiating? How do you usually do that?
1: Yeah, I mean, fortunately, you know, in, in the area where we're located, um, mo- there's not major, major corporations that are owning this, the real estate that we're leasing from. It's uh, individuals that live in the community, so we do have some flexibility with negotiations. And in the lease, it does give the option to renew. It is a five-year lease, so it's not a huge commitment, but it is a commitment nonetheless. It's definitely something again, like I said, that you would want to have a lawyer read over and make sure. If you know after five years, if this goes really well, you know, is he going to double it on me? What am I? What am I going to do? pick up my entire business and, and move it down the street. And, and you might even have to in that case. Um, but, you know, it's definitely something that a lawyer should look at and um, be able to break down for you in layman's terms. After five years, it's going to go up this much. Well, and if anything happens, you can sublease it with their permission, you know, and then maybe save yourself some money. But it all depends. There's so many variables, so many.
0: Of course. Hey, Joe, could you uh, leave our listeners with maybe a positive story about just, uh, let's call it the joys of ownership, and maybe if there is one, the joys of having a lease?
1: Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> when I leased the property, I, uh, I was making conversation with the landlord, and he let me know that, uh, don't worry about the water bill. We'll get that covered because the way the building is divided up, it's much easier just to have one water bill. So I can tell you, Tim, I make sure that all my wash and fold laundry comes out of that store. <laughs> gotcha. A joy of having uh, you know, the, uh, the ownership of the buildings is uh, really for growth, being able to tap into the equity. It, it really is. You can build a good relationship with a bank, you know, preferably a local bank. They see value in your building and, and what you're doing and your growth and years in business. Owning the property, it, it has come in handy with, with my growth, being able to tap into the equity. You know, mm-hmm. definitely moves things forward, that's for sure.
0: Is there anything else, uh, Joe, you'd like to add in our chat today about to buy or to lease, compare the differences? Tim, I would say that
1: my final, my final statement would be, it's really all about the cash flow. You got to look at every situation individually. Even land contracts; those could be more beneficial than having to get a loan from a bank. And you know, and then there's the leasing scenario. You just really have to look at each individual scenario and see if it's a good fit for you. Is there? Is at the end of the day, is it making money? Is it profitable? After things are paid, lease or not. That's my main point.
0: Well, that was Joe Habeka, owner of the Belding Group joining us today to chat about our topic, to buy or to lease, compare the differences. And thank you very much for your time today, Joe. Appreciate it, and for being with us here on the American Dry Cleaner Podcast.
1: Thank you so much, Tim, it's an honor. I love the industry, thanks for having me.
0: The American Dry Cleaner Podcast is a production of American Trade Magazine's LLC Chicago. For more information about future podcasts and to get the latest fabric care industry news, visit our website at americandrycleaner.com or make sure to read our weekly e-news blast called The Wire. Also be sure to visit American Dry Cleaner on Facebook and make sure to like us. And also follow us on Twitter to stay informed about these podcasts, along with news and information from around the industry. The royalty-free music used on this podcast is from Alvaro Angeloro called Brand New Day and can be found at hooksounds.com. Thank you for being with us today on the American Dry Cleaner podcast. This has been your host, Tim Burke, and I look forward to being with you again very soon.